Hey guys, it's just me. I wanted to go ahead and put a little apology out before the start of this episode. I had a a fairly monstrous cold when I uh, recorded this episode. Also, I've been trying to rearrange my studio space and get a proper place where I can, where I wouldn't have too much ambient noise. Unfortunately, it's not quite working out. And I had a lot of visitors coming through in the four-legged variety and they were very hungry. You'll probably hear them later on. Hopefully I'll get this stuff straightened out, but I wanted to go ahead and get that disclaimer out of the way. Enjoy the show, folks. Welcome to Geek Briefs. I'm your host, Barbara. On today's show, we'll discuss a bit of comics, television, Blu-rays, and movie news. Let's get into this. First up, a little Firefly news. Dark Horse has previously published a number of successful comics dedicated to keeping the verse alive. And over the past few weeks, a comic book company, the comic book company uh, Dark Horse has been hinting that future comics and additional projects will keep Mal and his crew flying just a little bit longer. And now it's been confirmed. The publisher has announced their intention of presenting a new uh, series of adventures with Mal, River, Jane, and the rest of the Serenity crew. The Firefly series will pick up where the 2005 film ended, and no specific release dates have been provided. You'll we'll have to check back here to see if we can find any future updates or the Dark Horse uh, main site. We'll keep you posted on everything. Now, on to some DC news. It was recently announced that another Spartacus alum was uh, playing a character on the Arrow CW series. Cynthia Aday Robinson has been cast to play Amanda Waller. In the television series, Amanda Waller works for Argus, the advanced research group United Support. Uh, an agency with their own hidden agenda. In the comics, Waller runs the Suicide Squad. I'm having a bad day. I'm sorry, guys. Waller runs the Suicide Squad, which will be introduced in Season 2. Waller's going to join Deadshot, of course, played by Michael Rowe again, and Bronze Tiger, which is Michael J. White, on the list of expected DC characters to be seen this season. You should expect to see Aday Robinson in about episode six. I believe they've. I believe the title is called "Keep Your Enemies Closer," uh, and that'll be on the CW. It's uncertain if she and Manu Bennett, uh, her former Spartacus castmate and uh, a, now a current series regular on Arrow, will have any scenes together. But it'd be interesting if we can get a chance to see that. Aday Robinson's uh, credits also include The Vampire Diaries and Flash Forward. Previous women to have played Waller have included CCH Pounder in the anime Justice League and Justice League Un- Unlimited series, Pam Greer, of course, in Smallville recently, and Angela Bassett in the Green Lantern movie. Along with Waller, there's another hero that's coming to Starling City. It was announced a while back that Arrow producers have found their Barry White. Or even Barry White? Wow! Barry White! I'm keeping that one in because that's just so sad and funny. 
<laughs> Let's go bury Alan. Okay. It was announced that Arrow producers have found their Barry Allen. <laughs> uh, Grant Gustin, whose previous credits include Glee, 90210, and the TV movie A Mother's Nightmare, has earned the coveted role of The Flash's alter ego. <laughs> Barry is slated to appear in episode 2.8, 2.9, and episode 220, which will be used as a backdoor pilot for a potential spin-off series. Uh, these episodes will be penned by executive producers Andrew Kreisberg, Greg Berlanti, and DC Comics chief... Uh, I can never say this title correctly. DC Comics chief creative officer Jeff Johns. In fact, uh, Kreisenberg, Kreisenberg... I'm thinking of Breaking Bad. I, I am. I can't help it. Uh, Barry White, Breaking Bad, huh? Barry White. love your romantic music and mess. My romantic music and meth, yes. Uh, actually, Kreisberg, Kreisberg has been quoted as saying, We first met Barry Allen, and he's just a forensic scientist working for Central City's police department. He's just an ordinary man when we meet him, and as we always do on Arrow, we've try, we're, excuse me, we're trying to keep it grounded and realistic as possible. That is the way the audience will be introduced to Barry and get to know him before life gets a little bit faster. Filming for the Barry Allen's uh, first episode will begin on September 30th, which uh, is tomorrow as of this recording. Uh, Arrow's second season starts Wednesday, October 9th at 8, 7 central on The CW. But before you tune into the season two premiere, be sure to check out the one-hour Arrow special scheduled on October 2nd. The blurb that I've seen online goes a little something like this. A look back the first season with an exclusive look at season two. This one-hour special gives fans a chance to catch up on the incredible events that led billionaire Oliver Queen, Stephen Amell, to secretly create the persona of Arrow. Five years after being lost at sea, Oliver returns to Starling City to carry out his father's dying wish, take down the corrupt elite who have failed this city. The special features Oliver as he delivers vigilante justice and discovers that the real threat to his city is far greater than he's ever imagined. An exclusive first look at season two is included. The special also stars Katie Cassidy, Colin Donnell, uh, David Ramsey, Willa Holland, Emily Bett Rickards, uh, Colton Hayes, Manu Bennett, Susanna Thompson, and Paul Blackthorne. It looks actually pretty interesting based off that little blurb. Um, you should check your local listings for specific times in your area. Smallville Season 11 is coming to a close, but that won't be the end of Smallville in comic form. Uh, starting this fall, the popular comic based on the CW television series will segue into a new format. Rather than continuing under the Season 11 banner, the comic will now consist of individual miniseries, each one starting with a new number one issue. The change won't affect the tone or continuity set by Brian Q. Miller in Season 11, Instead, I'm, I'm guessing that the format adjustment is an attempt to get the casual or first-time reader a little bit more up to speed. Uh, and uh, Miller has been quoted as saying, you know, you'll get, a, well, basically what, exactly what I said. Uh, get them up to speed in each of those number one issues. Following the conclusion of the current Season 11 arc, Olympus, which features Wonder Woman, the first miniseries, Smallville Alien, will kick off digitally November 15th. Printed collections of the chapters will continue to be available monthly. 
The story is set in Russia, where a mysterious monitor falls from the sky. As revealed earlier in Season 11, the monitors destroy Earth 2, the alternate universe introduced in the TV series. The monitors also teased an a coming crisis, likely a nod to DC's Crisis on Infinite Earth series from the 80s. When the news from Russia gets back to Metropolis, it turns into a race between Superman and Lex Luthor to get this monitor first. The story also introduces the Rocket Red Brigade, which is a Russian superhero team from DC lore. Miller will continue to write the Smallville special, uh, specials, which have become interlude chapters that are released on weeks when the main story is on hiatus. Previous arcs have included Martian Manhunter, Batman and Nightwing, and Smallville series regulars Lana Lane and Tess Mercer. The next story, Titans, showcases a group of gifted youngsters from the show's mythos. These youngsters include Connor Kent, a.k.a. Superboy. Uh, it also features Green Arrow's apprentice Speedy, Jamie Reyes, the Blue Beetle, and Zan and Jaya, the Wonder Twins. The first chapter of Titans will be released on October 4th. New chapters of Smallville Digital Comics are available Fridays at read. Let me see if I can get this correctly. ReadDCEntertainment.com and via the DC Comics app, the iBook Store, Nook Store, and Kindle Store. Odds are good everyone knows this already, but it's worth mentioning. Rocket Raccoon has a voice. Uh, Marvel confirmed that Bradley Cooper has joined the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy. Rocket has never officially had his own voice. He's only been seen in the comics, so it'll be interesting to see how this will actually play with Cooper's voice, or if they'll even adjust it at all. Cooper joins a strong cast comprised of Chris Pratt, Michael Rooker, you can hear my dogs in the background, sorry, Michael Rooker, Karen Gillian, uh, Benicio Del Toro, Zoe Saldana, Glenn Close, Lee Pace, John C. Riley. I can never say this name right, but I think it's uh, Yimmy, who, who the, the dude from, uh, oh, jeez. Oh, Let me see if I can get this. Yes, I hear you. Ah. My sound room is not as soundproof as it used to be. Not Neil before Zod. Yeah, Neil before Zod. I always called it Dijimon, but I know it's like Yimon. I think it's Yimon. Uh, who's so... Oh, this I'm, you know who I'm talking about. If I say Da Jimmy Hunso, or Hunso, ah, it's the African dude, the African dude that uh, co-starred with Anthony Hopkins in the slave trade movie. I cannot, um, like Amistad or Amadeus or something like that. I can't remember. But also David Batista. That one I can say. There are also additional rumors that other popular actors are soon to be announced, and I apologize, I can't say that name. This is the first original film that is set to appear in the Phase 2 of the Marvel Studios universe. Guardians of the Galaxy will open in theaters August 1st, 2014. And here's a bit of additional Marvel news. The Agent Carter series is in development. The Marvel one-shots attached to their Blu-rays and DVDs are a thing of beauty. These mini-movies are just as ex- entertaining and exciting as the blockbusters that they are accompanying. And one of my personal favorites is a funny thing happened on the way to Thor's hammer. Still one of my all-time favorites. Now, another well-received short is in development as a television series. Marvel is moving forward with an Agent Carter TV series based on the character scene in Captain America, the first Avenger, and the Marvel one-shot of the same name. 
The one shot follows the uh, captain's love interest one year after the events of the first Avenger. The feature can be seen on the upcoming DVD Blu-ray release of Iron Man 3. All right, uh, let's see. What else do I have? Uh, well, a bit of disappointing news. Trek Corps posted this amazingly detailed review of the recently released Blu-ray Star Trek Into Darkness. In it, the Blu-ray transfer quality earns five stars, but the special features are at a shocking half-star rating. Why, you may ask, it's pretty simple. It's exploitation. Paramount has created a number of special features for Star Trek Into Darkness, but they're choosing not to include all of them on their Blu-ray release. It appears numerous special features have been parceled out as retailer exclusives. Uh, for example, if you want to the coveted audio commentary, everyone wants that audio commentary, uh, you'll have to purchase the movie on iTunes. If, you, if a customer would like to see all the material, they'd have to actually go and purchase the movie multiple times from different retail outlets. Understandably, the choice to hold back extras and turn them into exclusive content has aggravated uh, quite a few consumers. Due to the lack of funds, I, I wasn't actually able to pick up the Blu-ray on September 10th, but because of all this news, I may wait a little bit before I pick this up, which is kind of sad because I really want to rewatch that again. <clears throat> and so for all of you academics out there, have you ever wondered how you'd actually fare in a zombie apocalypse? AMB <laughs> ABC, AMC, Instructure, and the University of California, Irvine, have developed a, a massive open online co uh, course. I think they're calling it the MM, wait, MOOC. I keep thinking MMORP, but it's MOOC. Uh, it explores a broad range of topics through the lens of a hypothetical zombie apocalypse. Uh, this uh, free... Hold on just a second. Okay, sorry about that, folks. We had a uh, dog feeding situation I need to take care of. Let me find out where I'm back. I'm at. I'm going to go ahead and start all the way back from the beginning. The free eight-week MOOC titled Society Science Survival Lessons from AMC's The Walking Dead will be offered on Instructure's MOOC platform, Canvas Network and will be taught by a multidisciplinary team of UC Irvine faculty. Zuzanna Bick, Public Health, Joanne Christofferson, Social Science, Michael Denon, who's a physicist, okay, and Sarah Eichhorn, who's a mathematics expert. Enrollment in the Walking Dead course is currently available to anyone in the world via canvas.net slash twd. The first class is scheduled for Monday, October 14th, the day after the Season 4 premiere of AMC's The Walking Dead. The course will run for eight consecutive Mondays through December 2nd. Because the series will air at different times around the world, Canvas Network will put in place provisions to help international participants avoid spoilers. And in other news, Bitten finds a home on Sci-Fi, or as I like to call the network, Siffy. Siffy has announced the addition of Bitten to their television lineup. The series is a Canadian werewolf drama based on Kelly Armstrong's popular Women of the Other World book series. 
The show stars Laura Vandervoort as Elena Michaels, the world's only female werewolf. Elena was living what she thought was a normal life with her boyfriend Clayton, who's played by Grayston. I have a horrible day with names today. This is this is my bad name day, so forgive me. Grayston Holt. Grayston Holt. Uh, when she learned his dark secret the hard way. The first season consists of about 13 episodes and is set to premiere in 2014. And let me look through all of my little... Oh, almost forgot about this one. Um, this is a bit of nice news from uh, for Hulu subscribers and Brit Telly fans. There's a British invasion hitting Hulu. Beginning, actually, uh, beginning last week, uh, BBC Worldwide started adding a number of British television shows to Hulu's library. September 18th, we had Doctor Who, The Sarah Jane Adventures, and Torchwood becoming available, as well as a, a number of nonfiction programming like Blue Planet and Richard Hammond's Crash Course. On September 24th, we had Sherlock, with, which starred Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman, Luther, starring Idris Elba, Wallander, which is Kenneth Branagh's series, and Upstairs Downstairs, a little classic bit right there. October 1st. We have Black Adder, which is Rowan Atkins' classic series, Faulty Towers, you got to love John Cleese. A Bit of Fry and Laurie, which is, you know, Dr. House, Hugh Laurie, and uh, Stephen Fry from QI. And Absolutely Fabulous, a little ab fab with Jennifer Saunders and Joanna Lumley. Additional series will continue to be added on to the online library, eventually giving Hulu Plus subscribers access to more than 2,000 episodes of new and archived BBC Worldwide titles. A subset of BBC titles will also be available in rotation for the free Hulu subscribers. That's kind of neat. I kind of like that. From television to movie news, uh, Kelsey Grammer joins Expendables 3. After the rather explosive bad news concerning Bruce Willis's fallout with Stallone, uh, we get a bit of good news. It was rumored that uh, Nicolas Cage was up for a role in the next Expendables movie. Now it's being reported that Kelsey Grammer has joined the cast and will be playing the role that Cage was rumored to be up for. Grammer will be playing an ex-merc called Bonaparte, who assists the Expendables with their mission. The current cast for Expendables 3 I have listed here it has returning favorites uh, Sylvester Stallone, Jason Statham, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jet Li, Dolph Lundgren, and Terry Crews, along with a number of new additions like Harrison Ford, Mel Gibson, Antonio Banderas, and Wesley Snipes. Expendables 3 is currently scheduled for release on August 15th, 2014. And I got another dog issue I gotta go and check out. Okay, I have no idea where I was. Um, I may have been at the very end. Hmm. I think that's our show for today. To contact the Geek Brief Studios through its varied forms, you can do the following. Email us at geekbriefs at live.com. You can also find us on the Twitter, at Geek Briefs, the Geek Briefs Facebook page, or the Geek Briefs Tumblr. Thank you for listening. Hope to hear from you soon. Take care.